When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Oversharers podcast. My name is Kalton. And I'm Harbour. And today we have a brand new episode. Oh my god, I'm excited guys. We're in this like new environment right now. (laughs) We've got all this tech equipment around us, and I'm just like, my yeah. eyes are jumping up everywhere. So, some of you might be aware that this isn't an environment that you're quite used to seeing. So, today we have our first studio session with Triple A Studios. They're based in Shepherd's Bush, they're amazing. They've given us this wonderful space. And yeah, we can't wait to continue working with them. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I think it gives us the capacity as well, because we can have guests now, yeah. there's space that they can sit with us. It's just much, much more free. We are free. Yeah. Hopefully soon you'll see like the Overshare sign up here. We've stolen the Monday slot. We have, we have. <laughs> and we're going to try and move the sofa down there. Slightly, pillar. yeah, slightly to the right. You know, we've got some ideas, don't we? We do, we do. Mm. We're going to furnish the place for ourselves but then we're gonna put it back all right yeah we're gonna put everything back in the boxes <laughs> uh, but we just need to make it feel like I mean, it's not quite pink yet but soon <laughs> imagine we painted one side of that wall pink <laughs> and i was like why is that side pink it's right? the monday slot so if you guys are interested in being a guest on our podcast please email kelly and harvard at gmail.com ding, 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 ding. i would love an audience member to be a guest i think that'd be really fun answer scenarios with us right Think ahead. Anyway, guys, let's get cracking. So I've put a question of the week on the Instagram page. And today's question of the week is... How did you get over a friendship breakup? And once again, so many of you have sent in responses. You know what's really interesting? Yeah. About like the different types of stories we do. Some of them get no responses. I know. But these ones, like, you don't love these. People are loving the question of the week. Okay. <laughs> so next week, you guys have to give me ideas. No, this is going to be, yeah. This is going to be an ongoing thing now. It is, it is. So we are going to start with, so the question of the week this week was, how do you get over a friendship breakup? Now, a lot of us have had friendship breakups. Mm. And, you know, sometimes we don't really deal with them. We don't heal from them. So mm. we're asking you guys, our lovely audience members, what do you guys do? So these are some of the responses so someone said gladly i got married that time i had a friendship breakup from a group my man is now my best friend oh i don't know how i feel about that i know i I feel like i can't i mean i trust my husband but i don't think i could tell him everything no no no, no, i can't i can't guys Mm. i mean your husband can't know the crazy stuff we used to get up to back in the day I mean, like, who are you going to converse with? The thing is, I feel like you need 
friends feel that like they fulfill certain things and your husband fulfills certain things yeah but i do understand the testament of your husband being your, your best day-to-day friend. bestie yeah i do get that yeah my bestie that i go grocery shopping with ha huh? yeah yes, yes. yeah my bestie that just chills in the house and watches telly with me do you know what i mean <laughs> Netflix. Oh my god, my 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 husband always. I'm such a horrible person to watch TV shows with, because I don't wait. I just I just finish the whole thing, and he gets really upset with me if I like don't watch something with him that we were watching. Oh, I, I remember the Power Day. Yeah, like he's the and really then you'd upset. watch the episode, and then and I used to lie like, about me not watching yeah. the episode because he'd get really but upset. But then it'd be so obvious because yeah, you're just sitting like, there bored. Just reactions. I'm like, I'm not giving it the, oh, what happened? What's going on here? I'm just sitting there in dead silence. So, yeah, I've, that's a boundary that I've crossed that I'm learning not to do anymore. Mm. Right, and next one is, knowing that I deserve better friendship, it wasn't worth it no more knowing my worth. I like that one. She knows. She was, like, focusing on other things in life, such as family, work, and hobbies. That was the way that she got over a friendship breakup. Yeah, that usually works. Mm. Yeah. The other one, another lady said, my friendship just drifted apart. No goodbyes or conversations, and it seemed natural. How sad. I know, because, you know what, if that was, if I'd gone through something like that, the thought of that person would linger here and there. And then eventually, yeah. yeah. And then you just keep thinking about that. Like, especially if a friendship didn't end in an argument, and you like just simply drifted apart because you stopped talking. It was to like each an other. amicable breakup. Like in the sense that you just stopped spending time with each other. I was still thinking. I was still thinking about that person. Yeah. Like, oh my god, what happened? But then I would just reach out to them. But then if it was a situation where we had a disagreement or something happened and like we stopped talking yeah that would still linger for me yeah that would still linger for me as well it would take a little while to get over them okay someone goes you really don't know you just learn to live with it pray for well-being and forgiveness and healing like that one that's cute another one someone goes avoid anything to do with that person don't (laughs) mention them to anyone focus on yourself (laughs) that is true you have to literally stop talking about them Oh, someone goes, just be grateful for the good times and wish them well. People oh. are in your life for a reason, season and lifetime. Oh, I love that. Oh, that needs to be put on a, a tote one. bag. Yeah. Um, I had to accept that she made a choice, by far the worst kind of breakup. Oh my God, friendship breakups are actually really horrible. Because yeah. you don't, like, you don't, I feel like you don't take them as seriously as like a romantic breakup. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. with a romantic breakup, I'll be sitting there with, like, my bucket of ice cream watching my movie. I'll cry. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, with a friendship, you're, there's, like, an ego element. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, it wasn't my fault. Like, whatever. Like, what is this? That's not Yeah, like, it's an ego thing. There's so many of you guys. Someone said, read the Quran. Someone said, realise that people are in a place in your lives with purpose and also with an expiration date. Someone goes, I mourned the friendship for like a week and then I moved on because life is too short. Amen, sister. Mm. It took me time. It took time for me. When you don't speak or see them, it's easier. But time heals, honestly. Would you guys... I saw this YouTube video where someone basically had a one-to-one session on YouTube with the best friend that they broke up with to to go somewhat like a reunion... (laughs) A love and love and hip hop reunion with your ex best friend. friend to find out what went wrong, and it looked and it it seemed really wholesome. I think it was Wimmy's 
No way. Mimi's last latest video. It was just so nice and wholesome because they actually talked about what each person went through. And, and, the, and the ending was that there was a lot of overthinking and also a lot of misunderstanding. Imagine from reaching both, out to, to that fellow ex-first friend to say, would you want to do a podcast with me? Oh, my God. I know, but in the end, they seem like they were friends again. Yeah. It was positive. It was positive. That's nice. It's growth. Growth. There was a lot of growth. And I think you can only have that if, if both parties are able to Have understand. a conversation yeah. without arguing. Yeah. Because then you'll be back to square one. Back to square one. And then I'm going to read the last few. Someone said made new friends, which is the best way to get over anyone. And then finally, it was hard at first, but I had to cut her off out of my life sometimes cutting people off really is beneficial you know I, I disagree with the making new friends one why because it shows it tells me that you haven't actually processed the loss the grief you haven't gone through that you've just jumped into another friendship another situation yeah and I don't I don't know if I agree with that I feel like you should sit in your feelings process the fact that someone has basically died in your life Oh my god! Yeah, no, because losing a friend is like For someone death. dying. Yeah. Okay, really? Because you're never gonna hang out with that person again. You're not gonna have that connection with that person anymore. So, kind of, is like someone has just left. Well, your when life. you're like 17 years old, though, mm. I don't think the first thing you think of is healing. No, I feel like now that we're I older, like when you're older, like now, if I had a friendship breakup, I would, I would cry. I would go therapy. Right? I won't know how to make other friends. I'll be honest. It's very exactly. Hard to it's like friends. you've lost a core member of the support network. Who am I? Like I'm, I'm about to be 30. How can I make new friends? I don't know how to talk to people. I don't. Well, I am so socially awkward. I'm so sorry to every single person who's approached me in the street with regards to, you know, podcasts, whatever, because I really don't know how to talk. Sometimes I go, hi, guys. Sometimes I'm really overwhelmed. Yeah, like, I'm really elated. And sometimes I've got a lot of... What's that thing when you don't believe in your success what's that called imposter syndrome yeah sometimes yeah. I have a lot of imposter syndrome and I think I just come like, you know what? I why come are away. you even coming up to me like I, I don't deserve I it I come away from that conversation those type of conversations just in my head thinking about that interaction for the next three days <laughs> like, like the weird like, stuff you yeah, say yeah or like the facial expression that I probably <laughs> No. I'm like, Honestly, oh, and sometimes sake. I just say weird stuff or like my accent changes because of my anxiety and I'm like why did I say that just I'll know guys if you approach us in the street and you say hello and me and Harley are interacting with you in a very awkward way yeah just... that's not who we really are <laughs> <laughs> we're actually cool people you know what the most awkward... I'm just nervous <laughs> you, you just give me time to breathe basically yeah. two minutes let's go for a coffee should we just do let's take them out let's coffee. all go for coffee so we can just really be friends but the other thing I was going to say the one thing that gives me the biggest anxiety is meeting mum friends at the school gate no really I cannot meet I'm so weird like I don't know what to talk about especially mum friends who aren't Somali because you know Somali ones you can just be like nah, you just do you know yeah. what I mean you banter with them in my do you know what I mean it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> that's what my son lives on milk and rice but the point is yeah I don't know how to interact with someone that is not like Muslim or Somali so then I just start saying weird stuff and then I have to like catch myself out and I've got like word vomit it's like oh my god you've embarrassed yourself oh god I just hate those kind of interactions mine is with work colleagues sometimes I'm just so weird 
Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> and I tell the most random stories. stories. And then life. sometimes they don't even have a conclusion. You're just It's like you're talking just for the sake, sake of, of talking. talking. Sometimes it's best to just be you silent. Just shut them out. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that is the question of the week. Thank you guys so much. And next week, I will come up with another one. That's snazzy. Another saucy question of the week. Indeed. Right, what have you been watching? Reading? Seeing on the internet? Oh, what have I been watching? Gossip of the week. What is it, love? The only thing that I've actually, like... I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this because it's so rubbish. <laughs> is it Kitty? It's EXO flipping Kitty. It's and the so thing is just so... I just hate it. I don't know why. You know what I do? Remember I told you that I had those series that I watch in the morning while, I, while, while you're I'm eating breakfast? Yeah. Right. So that's what... that EXO Kitty has become one of those series, but I just cannot bring myself to even focus on it. Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> the dumbest and don't you think the acting's really it's terrible it's really bad and and I really liked all the boys I've, I've loved before them. I really like that I didn't like the second one but I really liked the first one so I thought it would be on par with, with that. that acting yeah you know what I'm really excited for the summer I turn pretty oh, season two I really liked it really I love a good like summer no teen show it was very good I don't know if that one did it for me I don't think I even finished it I think it's it. a lot better than the one that you're mentioning no that, that's terrible I haven't even finished that I've refused to even watch it no I couldn't I watched one episode and I heard the accents and I just had to leave I was like stop if you're going to do a British accent it needs to at least be authentic is anything else coming back When's sex education coming back? Guys, you know what I don't know I, I stopped watching sex, sex education after first season though I'll be honest Really? Honestly, it didn't, it didn't bang for me like everyone else. Should I go back to it? Was it really good? I thought it was all right. I mean, it is quite like... But I feel like your forte is very, like... Yeah, I thought it was all right. But it was, it's a teen drum, but it's like... Very you know, it's very, it's very quirky, very British. Yeah. It's not like the EXO Hello Kitty. Shall I tell you what I've been called. watching recently? What? I've had a break from dramas and thrillers. I've been watching Come Dine With Me. Couples Come Dine With Me on Netflix. It's actually so funny, guys. Like, people... I don't know how they find these people, but people are actually quite strange. Do you know what I'm really looking forward to, actually? Selling Sunsets. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't even started. Oh, apparently so it's really it juicy. So this girl that I work with has finished it all. In, she did it in one sitting, maybe two. No. And she was telling me it's actually quite good. And there's people in there that are very problematic. Interesting. I feel like everyone's trying to be... Problematic. Christina. Yeah. And Chelsea. The, but I did example. see on TikTok. Yeah, I did see on TikTok the change of fashion from season one to this season. And in season one, they used to dress very, like, realtors. Mm. Jeans. No, now it's like... Trousers. Now it's, now like, it's like, very fashion show. Yeah, it's Met really... Gala. Uh, yeah, it's really, like, high fashion. Like, she... What, fashion. You know, what's the pregnant one called? Christine. No. That's really Heather. Sad. Heather came in to work with her belly out. Do you know what I mean? They're four seasons like, I'm so now, they can't understand the payments that they're receiving. And also, you understand, a lot of this is fake. The commission is fake, I've heard. And really? From the houses? Yeah, and I feel like maybe clothes-wise, I'm thinking it's rotation, by rotation. I think it's it, girl. Yeah. They're trying to create the it, girl persona. But I think it's by rotation. I think it's, uh, they rent it. <laughs> no way! You think they rent it? Mm, okay, yeah. By rotation, please sponsor us. Oh my God, please. <laughs> If you if you if you if you offer size 14 16 outfits please yeah, holler at me thank size you. 8 dresses thank you loads <laughs> of fur um, but yeah I don't know I feel like they're but it was costume though I guess yeah, like it's costume. costume for the show but yeah I've heard the commission isn't real 
I've had the houses aren't actually for sale. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So that's six, was it 70 million house from like two seasons yeah, that hasn't been sold? I don't think it's actually for sale. So I think they probably have like, you know, a relationship with said person yeah, and said, yeah, hi, yeah. we're doing a movie or we're doing a show or On whatever. Your, we need your property. And that, ad, and that probably advertises that. Which makes me so anyway. sad because I thought Chris Shell was raking it in. I thought so too. I think Mary does though. Yeah, I think, I think Mary actually realtor. sells houses. Well, that is lovely news to hear. Right, ladies, let's get into our scenarios. Scenario number one, and the title is, Did He Ever Love Me? <gasps> Did he ever love me? If I love me. Oh, God, how long has it been? I'm actually really anxious for her. She goes, Assalamu alaikum. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I am in a dilemma and would appreciate your input, darling. We are here to help. We're here, but we're here for you. We're the nannies. Let's go. I've been friends with a guy for six years and dated... Dated for three years-ish. We know each other ever since high school. We're just going to get loads of comments saying, dating's haram, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know dating's haram, but it happens, so we just... Yeah. Anyway, he said he always had... I said that in such a British accent. He said he always... He always had a little crush on me. (laughs) Literally, yeah. He said he always had a crush on me, and that... What's wrong? Why he says he always had a crush on me? Yeah. That is hilarious. I know, that's why I I laugh when you said it that way. Kindred spirits me and that girl. I know. He's always had a crush on me. I can't, why am I talking like this? We'll start again. One, two, three, go. He said he always had a crush on me and that he was just afraid to tell me we are best friends and very close. Recently, I struggled a lot with our relationship, even if I call it that. He says he is not financially ready to get married at the moment, which I understand. But what I struggle with is his desire to keep up with a certain image. He doesn't want anybody to know about us. So much so that if we're on a call at night, one of his family members calls, he'll cut the call so that nobody asks him who he's talking to at night time. He had bought a gift, but his sister saw it and assumed that it was for me, but he did not correct her. Mm. Okay. Mm, he's really trying to keep it hidden. Mm. He cannot talk to me on the phone when he's at my par- when it- when he's at his parents' house, and he changed my name on his phone so that nobody suspects a thing. I'm currently working independent, so his behaviour seems a little childish given that he's 27 years old. He saved her as bloody... That Tom. Mr. Patel. (laughs) What the hell? Farmer George. Farmer George. I expressed to him that I feel like a dirty secret and that this is quite hard for me. He said that I was just overthinking Mm. and that all will be okay and I should just give him time. The problem is that he's not giving me the reassurance that I need in terms of timeline. Mm. I feel like we are at different points in our lives. After a lot of thought, I told him that we should just be friends since the situation wasn't working for him and for me, and he agreed very easily. Since then, our texts have become very forceful and meaningless. There were just a bunch of hellos and how he used. I expected him to I expected him to reassure me some way, but he did nothing at all, and the meaningless conversations were quite exhausting for me. So I told him that I needed space and I would not reply to his text. Should he text for the time being? He just replied with a crying emoji and said that it's sad 
and that if it is if that is what it is then it's for the best and I hope to get a text from you soon it hurt that he could not fight for me a little bit and so easily said fine it's been almost three weeks no contact and he has not texted nor looked for me is that is it that I do not mean okay is it that I do not mean much to him or he doesn't care or what all I need was reassurance but even after having a conversation with him I never got it what would you advise me to do I'll be honest. Therapy. Man's avoidant. No, honest. That's, that's it, really. He's <laughs> running away. I, I, to me, it seems like he's not interested. Yeah, he's either. He's either. I just. He's either got issues with commitment. He's or, twenty-seven years old. Yeah, never been married. Really, he has never been married. He's either got issues with commitment, or he has some things that he needs to work through internally. I genuinely think, yeah, if we read back to key points, that gave me the, hmm, It's the changing the name on the phone. It's the hiding the gift from the sister. Mm -hmm. Was there another one? Or the family turning to, like, basically getting off the phone when the family's around. Yeah. So just a lot of hiding, hiding, hiding. Yeah, to me, it just seems like he's not, I think... Because if the man was really interested in her, would he not be really excited to tell his family about her? And also, he's a grown-ass man. He's 27 years old. What you're telling me, that you can't have a phone with your with the girl's number on it. To me, it also seems like two things. He's either got someone else, yeah. and, he, and she's sighting. She's sighting, yeah. And he's, that's why he's kind of not being upfront about it. Yeah. Or he's just not into her like that. Or he could have actually got to have an attachment style that doesn't necessarily, you know... <laughs> But no. I don't think an attachment style explains him not writing her name on the phone. No. That's weird. That is weird. That to me says... Do you know what? I I'm just, hiding Personally, you. I just think you're not married to the guy. Just, you know what I mean? Just get rid of him. I genuinely think he's stringing you along. Just get rid of him. And it's also the fact that you said, you said, I want space. You said all the things that we would tell you to do. And then he's continuing to text you to like. But can I ask? There. Can I ask a question? Has he ever? Has he ever given her any reassurance within that whole? Yeah. So what did he say he was going to do? He said to her that she's overthinking and that all will be okay. That she should give him time. Yeah, that's not reassurance. Has he ever said anything concrete? Anything that's about marriage? No. Right. So I don't think he's. I don't think he's into. I don't think he's the man for her. (laughs) I think. I think sometimes guys like a a share car. I'll be honest. They just love to chat at night time. They like the little bit of shikansi at night time. That's what I'm saying. They want a nice. You know, a comfortable voice to chat to at night. He could just be bored out of his mind. He could he could have no hotline bling, and he literally. Thought, oh, I've got this one. Yeah, and she's my bestie. Yeah, we've been, and we've known each other known for each all other, this long. And I've got a bit of a crush on her. Exactly. However, I am not going to put effort in. I'm not going to be all in. Now, if you knew a guy was into you. He would be showing you off. Exactly. He would be telling his mum. His sisters. He'd have a little spring in his step. He'd be excited for those phone calls. He'll be the one initiating them. Do you know what I mean? He'd be jumping to get advice from his sisters. Right? What present do I get her? What do I do for her today? I really want to see her. Yeah. Leave him be. Let him go. And how exhausting for you 
All right, putting in all that time, all that effort. All, all those, that overthinking. All the emotions. Every time you look at his, he sends you a little dribble of a text. A little, a little, bre- a little breadcrumb. Little eyes, a little heart, and then you're overthinking about that A little that bit heart. of cheese. And you're just going to be the mouse that goes, meep, 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 meep. Don't be the mouse, huh? No. Be the eagle, fly away. Honestly, this is what they do. They make us overthink, overanalyze everything to the point where you're like thinking when you send when he sends you one little message, one little cryptic message to say, "Oh, what are you doing later?" With a heart, you're thinking, "Oh my god, he wants he me. Wants he wants me. to see me." But darling, think and he's probably on ten other dates. Another thing that is like a massive red flag for me in this situation is that she communicated a very clear boundary that she was to go no contact with him, and he kept going. And he kept going. And also, on top of that, his response to that was really childish. The crying emoji. He was like, oh, I'm I feel gonna so be sad. sad. Like, he didn't even... Yeah, like, to me, it's like, like he's taunting her. Right? So if I was a man who wanted this woman, what would I do if a woman told me she's going no contact with me? What would I do as a man? I'd start panicking. Yeah, I start I panicking. You. I want you. Babe, let's Babe, I'm so like, sorry. Yeah. Maybe I made a mistake. Let's try again. Or if he respected you, he would have said, okay, cool, let's let's, try, let's give each other space, see how that goes. Yeah. But, but now I guarantee he's going to come little snivelling. But he did, though. That's what he did. I know, but he's going to come back and nothing's going to change. Yeah, he's going to be the same. He's going to be the same little weirdo. <laughs> but the point is... How can you learn from this and move past it? Because we're trying to put you on game. Exactly. So Forget him. Yeah, forget him. Let's put him to one side because he's gone. He's out of the picture now. Sis, you have to see this as a lesson. Mm. You have a clear example of an interaction with a man that you know is clearly one foot in and one foot out. Right? Mm-hmm. Your next situation with a male is going to be very different because you're going to be able to catch that behaviour very quickly and also guys can we just be very vocal and very straight up if we're we're talking to these men now because if they want you they want you and if they don't they don't and you don't want to be in this desperate like I'm not saying you're desperate but you don't want to be in this situation where they like reel you in like a fish Mm. and then the moment you want them they're like throwing you out like it's nothing you need to be direct with your next person that you speak to. Look, I've got this is what you're going to say, yeah? I want to get married. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. Are you? Mm-hmm. This is the time frame that I want to get married in. Mm. Is that something you're interested in? Can you accommodate this time frame? Okay, this is the time... And then you, you talk about everything. Mm. Be like, in terms of money, this... Is what I'm... This is what the talking stage should be about. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you know... I love you. Let's go to Starbucks. You need to put it on him. Yeah, you need to shake him. This is the lifestyle that I want. He needs to get shook. Exactly. This is the lifestyle that I want. if he can't take the heat, put him in the bin. Exactly. If he says to you, and also, don't cut his stick and don't put yourself down. You need to be like to him, if you want a big-ass wedding... I want a big wedding. Vocalise mm. it. If you want a 10k mahar, I want a 10k mahar. This is what I want. Mm. This is this is how you're going to have me. If you want a soft life where you want to move to Doha or you want to move to Australia, th- my friend, this is the life that I want. Vocalise you, it. Can you accomplish it? Say you it do this Don't be afraid to say what you want. Don't be afraid to say what you desire. Because say it. Because, no, another reason why you should say it. 
It's because his reaction is going to tell you everything. Exactly. He's going to tell you, is he all in, is he not? The man is quaking in his boots and he doesn't know what to say and he's tongue twisted type. That man is not for you. No. And also, don't accommodate for him. No way. He's just a prospect. At the beginning, don't accommodate for anything. You can accommodate for your husband he's that just, has married he's just, you. He's just, you've just chosen this man in a pool of talent. You're going to pick another one. Exactly. (laughs) But when a person knows what you want, the direction you're going, that you want marriage, that this is the lifestyle that you want, if he can't accommodate that, then my friend, this is not for you. That's Mm -hmm. all you say. Like, it's okay. You're not the type of person that I want. Yeah, you're not really. You're not really on my wave. Well, I sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle. We drop gems out. High five. No way. You're not, as a woman, in a Somali, Muslim girl. I actually know she's Somali. I saw her name. Oh, did you? Muslim girl. I'm a wild Somali. Ah. I'm a wild My sister. Listen. No way, I'm not You don't need this man. All my girls. That's how my mom speaks. All, All my girls. Because you are my girls. <laughs> don't be scared. I need to translate Kotor Somali. Don't be scared. Don't. Don't be scared of rejection. No way. Don't be scared of voicing your desires your needs your wants and don't be scared of rejection like him saying oh yeah i can't do that it's just it shows poorly on him yeah because it shows that you came in here and you weren't about business no exactly it's a it's a business transaction here you want the lifestyle that you want you've got to create that and the only way to do it is you're not gonna be a you sit in there going, oh, uh, 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 are you going to see me? Uh, no! We are becoming women with direct goals. Go forward. Tie your waist. In Somali, they say tie your waist. Tie your waist. No, tie, yeah, tie your waist. Just like, I mean, just be a girl, just be like a very strong willed person. Shall I tell you why? Because you can, if you're emotional, if you lead with emotions, it's just going to be really tricky. It's going to be very tricky. If you lead with your head, if you lead with your head... Logic and thought. Rationale. You'll be able to, you know... You're going to outsmart all of them. Yeah, you're going to be... This little boy going... Yeah, you're going to be face. able to separate the men from the boys. That's it. Do you know what I mean? And if you are feeling emotional and you've had this... Talk with your friends. Talk with your Write friends. Write it down in a Rationalise it with your friends because they all tell you. If something is not right for you, your friends will tell you. And that's another thing I wanted to say. I think it's really, really important to be honest with your friends mm. when you're speaking to guys. Mm. Because they're the ones that can show you if this guy is an F-boy or not. Yeah. Because he might be hiding so many things from you. They might see him out and... Out on the street. No, do you know what happens? Is when you're talking to someone, you're just in the bubble of love and flowers and sunshine and lollipops and rainbows. Mm. It's really difficult to tap into the rationality of a situation. So when you explain to your friends how the conversation goes, what he's saying to you, what type of things you're hearing, they will be able to separate their emotion and use logic only. And that's exactly. why it's important yeah. to speak to your friends about it. Because... Your emotions are separated from it. And you need the CRB check. You need the CRB check. Oh, FBI Central. Huh. You've got to cultivate your pack. Start the FBI Central. We need to know the 411 of this man and his lifestyle exactly. if you don't know it. <laughs> I used to be the queen of CRB checks. Yeah, you are. Know? And you still are, love. Uh, I think I hope that's helped you. 
Now, we're saying what we're saying to advise you as best as you can. Obviously, yeah. you need to think about what you want. But I'm genuinely saying, guys, if you're a young girl and you're enjoying your best life and this man has come into your space, taking up space in your, your brain life. and your life, you need to rethink the situation. You need to get what you want out of the situation. Mm, mm. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. They're all taking the piss out of us. Will I? Oh, God, are they all one today? Aren't no, you? they're pissing me off. Oh. What does he mean, sad face? No, it's a little... Honestly, it's just so unserious. Ew. Oh. And he's 27 years old. You know 27's a big, big age. It's a big age, you know. What the hell? 27. Right. My Somali sisters. Hates me. Oh, really that's really sad. I know, but not every day. Dysfunctional <coughs> men. Yeah, I know. Honestly. I hate men, honestly. Oh. <sighs> Go. Dear Callie and Hardar. I'm lovely. I enjoy listening to your podcast when I can. You guys are amazing. I love your openness, confidence, and work ethic, mashallah. <sighs> that's actually made me happy. Mm. It can be hard to be free and talking about many topics slash reflect life realities in our culture ridden with air, taboo and various restrictions, especially for women. So I applaud you ladies for doing your thing. <laughs> we love good encouragement, guys. A little about me. I'm a Somali woman in her early 30s, an avid writer, poet and reader, a mother. I live in the UK oh. and have been writing since I was 10. Well, what I wanted to share briefly is more of my story rather than a dilemma. As I am currently at peace with this situation for the most part, alhamdulillah. Still, there is so much and so many layers to this story and it's really hard to express fully, yet not go on and on and on. So I came to the UK as a kid and I was brought up by a single mother who was battling a couple of illnesses and was clearly having a hard time. The thing is, I had met my mum around age eight as my parents divorced when I was two and my father and other family members took care of me until that age. So we had met not that long before coming to the UK. Unfortunately, mother and I never truly clicked as she was often absent doing this and that and very emotionally unavailable throughout my childhood and into my teens. Don't get me wrong, she did everything in her power and toolbox to bring me up and she really poured herself into her role as a mother. I am grateful for that. Unfortunately, we never knew how to communicate and we clash over things like her wanting me to wear the big jilbab while I wore a scarf and abaya, etc. And things were just often off. Let's say I was always very outspoken and stood my ground though I never rebelled against culture or religion. I honestly feel bad writing all this, but this is my story. Anyway, about a year ago, she had a breakdown and told me she will never visit me again. Oh my God. It's nearly one year and she only came once to pick something up briefly. Her reason is because I am not Islamic enough. Apparently there aren't enough Islamic books on the shelf. Mind you, I wear hijab, abaya, do my Islamic basics and do my best to be a good person. Also, since my kids were born, we have never been clashing because she keeps asking how much Islam they are learning and demanding I teach them how she wants them taught. 
But of course, I am sure it isn't that simple, but our unsolved pain and traumas over many years also compound under her fears about me not fitting her image of a religious woman. Hearing her tell me she is basically abandoning slash cutting me and her grandkids out of her life and knowing she means it shattered my soul and cut my heart in unimaginable ways. So I do, so I... So I did what I do best. I mourned our relationship for weeks like I did many times before we clashed and could never resolve our differences. I cried, I walked, I talked to people who care. I hurt and hurt a lot. I prayed and I wrote and wrote and wrote. Imagine going through a breakup with your whole yacht. Oh, this is so sad. This is so sad. Could you even imagine that? Only if you have been through it. Anyway, fast forward one year... And I've basically been writing her salams when I and she responds with, Wa alaikum salam, I'm fine. And I go to see her when I can. She only called me once during this period of almost a year, and it was this recent eat. When I go to see her, the air is always tense, and even if she, it seems okay, I'm always on high alert. The amount of unresolved trauma in this relationship is insane. I have been on this self-healing journey since my teens, and it's always got new mountains to climb. But alhamdulillah, I am slowly making peace and not expecting my mother to change. I am expecting that I can control only what I can from my side, such as keeping in touch with her. I am very much into psychology and reading about various personality disorders, and it's helped me make sense of the issues my mother has with me. Though I am not diagnosing myself or her with anything, I have reason to have doubts. Anyway, thank you for hearing me out, and I would love to hear your thoughts. All the best, Fia Manila, your girl, Anon. Oh my god, that's actually really sad. Isn't that crazy that we were reading about friendship breakups, but breaking up with your own mum? No, I know, that must be so heartbreaking. I don't know, I don't know how to, like... I don't know how to I think approach it's this more, situation. I think it's more of a conversation about, like... You know when you have a tricky relationship with your mum? And I'm sure a lot of people at some point in their lives during the teen periods most commonly have had that kind of relationship with their mum. Usually what happens is the mum kind of fizzles out and like realises that this is an actual person who needs to make their own choices and decisions. So I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like obviously your mum is quite intense. Mm. And it seems like she's quite rigid in her thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things you can do is just keep trying. Yeah. Because you're not doing anything wrong in my eyes. No. And I feel like you're doing your best in terms of like trying to keep the ties of kinship, mm. writing to her, sending her sounds. I think that's all really good. Yeah, just but, keep calling her. I'd yeah. Say. Because the thing is like it sounds like she's probably not going to meet you halfway now but your mum has you and she has grandchildren and I'm sure she wants to like see them maintain you know have a relationship with them but out of ego she's not backing down yeah and this is the issue here is like the ego and I think I think if you're taking your kids to Quran class or you're teaching the way the way that works for you, I would just say, you know what, Hoya, this is what we're doing. This is how we're teaching them. If you've if you've got other ideas, obviously I'll try and take it on board. Hey, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I would say literally, like I wouldn't, 
I, I can see why it's hurtful because it's your mum and you and you want to have that relaxed and open relationship with her. Yeah. But if someone's not wired that way, I think you need to start manoeuvring it in a way where, like, you 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 adjust to them and they adjust to you. Yeah, you've got to accept that you're just you have differences and you don't necessarily have the same views. Sometimes you just have to accept people for who they are. Like, and you might not be close with them. Yeah, and you have to accept that you can't change someone's mind you just have to somehow meet them in the middle yeah Yeah. and I think with her I think the biggest thing is just showing that you're still there that you're still present that Mm. your ego isn't driving you away Mm. and maybe Allah will soften her heart you never know exactly but honestly hard isn't it having a toxic relationship with your mum I'm not gonna lie that is like mummy issues 101 that would send me to therapy yeah it's just really sad because obviously this is someone like who you've known your entire life this is literally your other person so when that relationship kind of goes sour I just I wouldn't personally if I was in that situation I think I would have a breakdown I just wouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? My mum. <laughs> yeah. my only living parent. Yeah. So but I like... Just, I don't know, I just... It, I think it doesn't sound like someone who would accept modern day, like, services, like therapy or anything like that. Who, the mum? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Like do but like you that. never know, actually. She could try, she could try, like, you know, loads of masjids have, like, sister sister halagas and for advice and things like that mm. um so doing that together maybe maybe doing activities together that she likes so like going to mischiefs together yeah going to like a talk i don't know what else we can think of but i mean i can understand why it's a really horrible situation for you but i feel like you're doing a lot already to yeah. like maintain and heal from that yeah and not everyone has a good relationship with their mum no. like but it's also I'll be honest. Like, the thing is, it's. I think from for us, we it's just about encouraging. Because you know what, like somebody's there's someone in the relationship that seems very closed off, and there's someone that's open. So it's just you know what, the open person just has to keep trying. I mean, it's it, it's it's not. It, it will only be exhausting if you allow, you know, like it to really affect you if you if you really kind of like internalize that behavior that's when it will seem draining and exhausting but if you come from an angle of i accept that this is who you are i might not be that person but there's you won't be able to project that onto me but i know that this is you if you come from that angle and you're just Mm. like come outside let's go for a coffee do you know what I mean yeah let's go for a quick coffee let's take the kids to the park together yeah and obviously every Hoya loves like no matter what every Hoya loves the grandkids they love the grandkids they love spending time with family yeah no one wants to be alone nobody wants to be alone and I just think if you keep knocking one day she's gonna answer and you've got to do it in a way where it's not like you're coming from a you're carrying baggage or you're carrying mm. sadness or emotion or whatever you just got to be like very casual yeah hey oil i'm picking you up today and you know there's sometimes like people say things to you that might bother you but like one thing i've learned is like 
you just brush past them. Like some, I, I have like a particular relationship in my life. That one person will say a comment that I know will piss me off. Mm. But it's like, I know I can't change them. Even no matter, like, whatever conversation that I have with them, I know they'll still be that person. They'll and I can't, yeah, and I can't cut them out from my life because I actually want them and I need them. Yeah. But my understanding now is I've just trained myself to think I'm just not going to take that seriously. I'm, I'm not, not going to take yeah, it on board. Yeah, I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm just going to carry on as I've always done. Yeah. That's why you, sometimes you just got to keep moving. And you also need a space to vocalise that. Mm. I, you said you did therapy. I think continue doing it. Have and just Whether if it's therapy or having a close person, but you just need to have a space where you really say how you really feel yeah. and take it out of your system and yeah. then it'll just be there. Because if so you're constantly evaporates. suppressing... Yeah, if you're constantly suppressing emotion, it's just going to eat you up. Suppressing emotion sometimes turns into physical conditions. Did you know that? Affects the heart, stomach, brain, all of that. So just be, be, go easy on yourself. Like, just, you know what I mean? I wish Mm. that I could, like, really, I wish emotions could be physically controlled. I wish I could just be like, cut them off. Yeah, just stop right now. Cut it off from the neck. Just feel happy. All the time. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> what does happy feel like then? I don't know. I don't know. Like, a happy feeling for me is, like, you know when you've been waiting for a series and then it finally comes out, you've prepared the snacks, oh. your blanket's there, oh my God. your feet's up on the sofa. I'm drooling. Oh, that's happy for me. Really? Yeah. I can, I can see why that's happy. Happiness is like sleeping in in the morning. You know what happiness is for me? Uh. Just before you board a flight for a nice holiday. Really? That, that anxiety, but that excited feeling. No, just, was... like coming off the bed. Oh, you've just touched down in your hotel room. Oh, that's And you're like, you feeling. were so tired before, but and now then you, you go, go to the beach. beach. You go to the strip. You go straight to the beach. Literally. And you get yourself a little That's mocktail. happiness to me. Like, that is happiness. And you're listening to the waves. Yeah, like what else is happiness to me? Like when I get to an end of a really good book. Happiness for me is 5 p.m., and turning my laptop off. Really? <laughs> what else is happiness? Like, for me, it's just like doing something exciting I'm really happy about. Yeah. I'm not going Sometimes, like, happiness... Sometimes you feel anxious, then you feel happy. Or, like, when I make du'a about something and it comes and true. And it comes true. And I literally see it in, in, in like, front of my eyes. I'm like, what the hell? Guys, do you have the situation where, like, I have weird dreams about situations and then they'll happen, like deja vu? Isn't that weird? That's happened to me so many times. I hope it's not nightmares. No, it's like something good. Like I'll oh. have a dream of like us lot chilling somewhere and then I'll see us lot chilling in that same place that Do I had a dream about. you always have a lot of dreams. I feel like I just, I feel like I have dreams but it's I never my hormones. remember them. It's my hormones. And you know when you're pregnant, you, dream you have the, the craziest dreams and they're so vivid. Scary. It's like, it's like you're in a movie. Do you movie. think it's like because your baby's dreaming and you're dreaming at the same time it's causing a double dream? No, I just think it's because you have loads of hormones in your body. Oh, it's probably to do with your testosterone, progesterone. Really but yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, guys, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Don't forget to download and make sure you leave us a lovely little comment on our Apple Podcast and Spotify. Five stars on the Spotify. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. We're almost at 20k on YouTube. Can you believe it? Oh my god. High five, girl. I know. High five. And also, I'm going to reply to all the YouTube comments this week. So get ready. Be excited. Thank you so much, guys. See you at the live show. Bye.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.